0: substantiate to establish by proof or competent evidence welcome back to substantiate i'm the host william glasser bringing you hypothetical sports matchups every single week welcome back to the substantiate podcast where every week i discuss a new hypothetical matchup I am the host, I am William Glasser, and so today is a bit of a different episode. I don't have a guest today, and I'm not actually home in my normal recording area. I'm recording this on Tuesday, the day before I release this. And so today is going to be a bit of a different episode, just me, and rather than a bit of a hypothetical matchup uh obviously last thursday was opening day in major league baseball so today's episode we are going to sort of match an mlb player with an animal so a bit of a <laughs> very strange matchup or not even a matchup in a way but regardless, this will still be interesting. So, uh, obviously, go check out all the social medias at SubstantiatePod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. On Instagram, I've been posting some reels, and basically now they allow you to... It's like on TikTok, a duet. Anyway, you just put your video right beside someone else's. So I've made some funny ones with the MLB. Uh, (laughs) with several thousands of views now. And the MLB actually commented on one of them that I made. They just put like a shocked emoji. Anyway, that was pretty cool. So you can go find those. Instagram at SubstantiatePod. I've also been tweeting out some more about some live baseball games going on. So uh, for some live thoughts, check it out there. Anyway, so let's get... Back in here with some different animals and MLB players. So I have a list here from ESPN, and they, I guess they each year have, like, a power ranking for players in the MLB. And so I I just did, let's see, I have the top eight here, and then some others throughout. I think it might come out to be, like, 10 to 12. See how long this goes. Uh, Anyway, so we'll go ahead here, and number one on the list, who was also number one last year, and that's going to be Mike Trout, and so for this, I decided to have Mike Trout sort of be a mule, so my thinking here is sort of, uh, obviously, he is a very strong player, I believe last night on Monday night, he had a home run, not sure how far it went, but anyways, there's that then he also has a lot of endurance. He's been at this and one of the best in the game for almost a decade now, I think, since he was a rookie, maybe not quite a decade. But he's getting there, and obviously he hasn't pulled through in the postseason for the Angels. But, you know, he signed a big contract. He's basically locked up in L.A. for the rest of his career and so mules, they are sort of the best of each a donkey and a horse, obviously. So they got a bit more of the size of a horse. They're strong like a donkey. And so Mike Trout, he's like a workhorse, but better, but stronger, but, but everything uh, times 10, it feels like. So Mike Trout is going to be a mule here. Alright, let's go on to number two on ESPN's list, and that's going to be Mookie Betts. In twenty twenty, he was ranked number five, so he moved up three spaces uh this year. Obviously last year Mookie Betts had a fantastic postseason, a fantastic World Series. And he ultimately won the World Series with L.A. Dodgers. So this one you may not totally agree with, but just hear me out on this. So I think Mookie Betts is a bit like a cheetah. So obviously if you're thinking about sports and current athletes that that's nickname is Cheetah, you're going to think of Tyree Kill. And so obviously Tyree Kill, he is extremely fast, right? He is one of the best wide receivers in football and the Kansas City Chiefs won a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and went back to it this year and lost to the Buccaneers but here Mookie Betts he's also fast he's an outfielder he is also strong and he's also fierce so although he's prob he's definitely not the fastest player in the MLB that's probably like Billy Hamilton Uh, but Billy Hamilton did not make this list. Um, but there's that whole other aspect to it of whole strength and ferocity, I guess. And so Mookie Betts is a cheetah here. So now number three, this player really surprises me that he's this high this quickly. And this is a youngster, not Fernando Tatis Jr. We'll get to him a little later. But this one is going to be Juan Soto. So Juan Soto, oh, it's funny I actually say Fernando Tatis there. <laughs> I'll get back to that uh, in a few minutes. But Juan Soto, he is strong. He's he's an outfielder, but he's not too fast. But he is strong. He's young. And, you know, sometimes we you wonder if he's even a human, right? He's just that good. It's like, okay, you're like 21 or 22 or whatever. You win the World Series with the Nationals. 2019, last year, bit of an outlier year still. Pretty sure they finished with a uh, above 500 record, the Washington Nationals. So Juan Soto, for being not even human, is going to be a gorilla, So, a gorilla would, I mean, the one thing about a gorilla is he may not have the brains, which Juan Soto, I mean, it's not like he's the smartest baseball player, but he's not a dumb baseball player, but anyway, he's just got that, like, close to a human, but almost not even a human, he's just that good, and he's so young still, and he may one day come and take Mike Trout's spot as number one up here as Mike Trout starts to age, but it, yeah, Juan Soto—he's just so strong and, and he's got so much energy and he's—he's he's like a gorilla. <laughs> All right, let's keep going down the list. Number four from ESPN: Ronald Acuna Jr. of The Atlanta Braves. So will this be Atlanta's year? Maybe. Maybe not. However, what Ronald Acuna Jr. is, he's strong. He hits plenty of home runs. He's also fast. And one of the fastest birds, I think, is a falcon. So Ronald Acuna Jr. here is going to be a falcon, a strong bird, a predator, and also just happens to be that he plays in Atlanta and obviously there's the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta also. Nice coincidence. Say hi to Julio Jones for me. So <laughs> but yeah, Ronald De Junior, he's also pretty young. He's super strong. He hit I wanna say it was like fourteen home runs last year. Could be wrong with that, but he hit plenty of home runs in that shortened season last year, and he's also fast for that, and he's a good contact hitter also, and he's also just a fun player to watch, and there we go, Ronald Acuna Jr., the Falcon. Uh, next up, number five on the list, which is a bit controversial, five and six, a bit interchangeable, but... Anyway, this player was number two last year, fell down to five this year. I'm not sure why exactly. I don't think he got worse. I think it's that the other three got better. But anyway, this is going to be Garrett Cole. Now, you might be wondering well, why is that controversial? Garrett Cole is one of the best pitchers in the major leagues. You are right. However, you're forgetting about the next one, which I'll get to afterwards. But anyways, uh, I've actually heard this debate on some talk shows and other podcasts uh, from this exact ESPN list. But anyway, so this one is a bit of a stretch, but I'm going to give Garrett Cole an elephant. And you're probably thinking, Why on earth would you have him be an elephant? And so, obviously, Garrett Cole, he doesn't have a gigantic nose. He has a normal nose because he's a human, not an elephant. (laughs) He doesn't eat peanuts with his nose either. However, what Garrett Cole does do or does have is he's a very smart baseball player. And... From when he was on the Pirates to when he went to the Astros, he went from a good pitcher to a great pitcher. And that's one thing that the Houston Astros pitching, I guess, coaches, they do. They teach the players how to like put a lot more spin on it And to anyone that's not fami- as familiar with baseball and pitching. So obviously, a good fastball has to be fast, but also when you put more spin on it, so how many uh, rotations before reaching home plate, they describe it as having more life. So obviously, if it's a pitch like a slider or a changeup or a two seam fastball, then that extra spin and that extra life is just going to have it curve more. But even on a fastball, it It supposedly makes it faster and harder to hit, so we'll go with that there. That's something that the Houston Astros pitching staff has been really good at teaching, I guess, for the last several years now. I mean, Justin Verlander, he was sort of on the decline when he went to Houston and is now out with Tommy John surgery, and if I have time, I may get to one other Houston Astro that's a batter. And he is, like, anyway, uh, you can care, no longer on the Astros. He's on the Yankees now and is still good, still has that high spin rate. So, very smart player. Elephants are very smart. But other Astro hitters, uh, uh, they are not even close because, obviously, no respect for the Astros hitters after 2017. But, anyway. So, yeah, here we go. And it's actually interesting with the Astros. So back last November, I talked with Bill Shakin from the LA Times, and he writes about the LA teams and mainly the Dodgers. And so I got that whole uh, scandal from the Dodgers' point of view and them being super pissed at the Astros. And then also I talked with Robert Lands back in March, I guess it was, about this from the Astros' point of view or an Astros fan point of view. So obviously it wasn't the whole team that was cheating, but but like if you're a manager, how do you not know who is or isn't cheating or if you're a player on the team? So obviously uh, m- many of their coaches and their manager, A.J. Hinch, got fired. But anyway, they had to move on, but still. Astros headers no matter what. Automatic garbage, in my opinion. Anyway, that's my biased opinion. Moving down to number six, and this is a bit of that argument and controversy I was talking about. That's going to be Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom and Garrett Cole. They are probably each the best pitchers in their leagues. And you can make the argument that the National League is easier than the American League because they don't have a DH. Well, last year the NL did have a DH, but this year they don't because the players, all the stupid negotiation and leverage things, it's terrible. Anyway, but any Jacob deGrom... Uh, He was number three last year, so following Garrett Cole last year as well, so he, I guess the people over at ESPN that vote on this, they just think that Garrett Cole is better. But anyway, so Jacob deGrom is a sheep. Now there is one main reason, A, that he used to have long hair and then he cut it, and you know, obviously we cut sheep's wool for wool to make clothes, and other stuff (laughs) so he's gonna be sheep now there's a little more to this you know he's uh Jacob DeGrom he's not the flashiest player he's just a good reliant player basically over the last five years he's gotten better every year over the last three years his average velocity on a fastball I think has increased so I mean Gosh, this year in a full year, can he get back to another Cy Young after winning back to back Cy Young Awards? But anyway, he's going to be a sheep here. <laughs> Alright, so before we keep on going, give me just one minute to tell you about this bar that I've really been enjoying lately. It's called Built Bar. Check them out on builtbar.com. It is a protein bar, and it honestly kind of tastes like a candy bar. It's covered in 100% chocolate. However, on the inside, it is high protein, high fiber, low sugar, low carbs, and low calories. So actually, on their website, they have a really good comparison comparing them to all uh, of the other leading protein bars. So you can compare all the nutrition facts. It's pretty cool. And so these bars... They're not just healthy, though. They're still delicious. They have amazing flavors like raspberry cheesecake. Right now, my current favorite is mint brownie. They recently were selling churro marshmallow. Those were delicious. Unfortunately, that was a sale, and, uh, and un- unfortunately, they're gone now. But there's also double chocolate, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, there's all different ones of nut and non-nut variety, whatever you prefer. And so, yeah, go check them out, Builtbar.com. Use code SUBSTANTIATE to save 10% off your next order. Code SUBSTANTIATE to save 10% off your next order for really an amazing product. Again, go to builtbar.com. You can check that out there. All right, number seven, Freddy freeman last year freddie freeman was number 17 but he won the nl mvp last year best player in the national league and he's not even the top atlanta brave on this list that would be ronald de cunha jr so the braves and the mets that might be one of the most fun rivalries this year uh depending on if the mets can live up to the hype but man the braves they're a bit proven now over the last two years in the postseason, but wow, wow, that that's gonna be fun to watch in that at least. Anyway, back to Freddie Freeman. He's going to be a bee. Now bees are hard workers. They they can oh, the whole colony thing eh, doesn't exactly fit in the same here. But anyway, Freddie Freeman is going to be a B, and he will sting the ball. He'll just flick it out of the ballpark just like that. He doesn't have the fastest swing in baseball. You could argue Giancarlo Stanton or Mike Trout for that. Their swings are just so quick. But uh, anyway, Freddie Freeman is a B. He'll let the ball out of the park. going to make the next ones quicker so I can squeeze them in. Fernando Tatis Jr. He's also going to be a gorilla, and that's why I was laughing a little before when I mentioned him with Juan Soto. Because I gave them the same thing. Fernando Tatis Jr. He's just so strong, and also to the point where I was talking about Jacob Degrom and not being the flashiest player. Uh, Fernando Tatis, like the whole, uh, you know, swinging on three and O last year, and the quote. Uh, unwritten rules of baseball stuff there was all that and you can just imagine him like pounding his chest or something as a gorilla so uh, another reason there for Tatis and surprisingly last year he was ranked 41 I mean I hadn't even heard of him until like midway through eh, I wouldn't say midway through the season but towards the beginning of the season so I mean obviously the people at ESPN knew something about him last year. All right, so I'm going to skip down now to number 10, Francisco Lindor. He's going to be a hyena. Now, at least when I think of hyena, I think of the Lion King and those uh, those geniuses laughing. But, uh, but yeah, the whole smiling and laughing thing, and I'm pretty sure, could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure one of Francisco Lindor's nicknames from back in Cleveland, was, like, Mr. Smile or something, so that's why he's gonna be a hyena here. Uh, skipping down, number 13, Alex Bregman, Trash Can slash Oscar the Grouch. Moving on, uh, let's see, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is going to be a dog. Trevor Bauer is ranked number 16. Last year, he was ranked 88. So he moved up a lot since last year and he just wants to have fun. And, you know, he might break something along the way. He might decide to close his eye during spring training and and throw a pitch and he may even wind up hitting someone while trying that. <coughs> he did. But anyway, he's just a dog. He's crazy player he's just trying to have some fun out there and now he's over in la with the dodgers so hopefully he's having some fun out there and can stay as far away from my yankees as possible i don't want him doing any of that uh closed one eye hitting a batter stuff unless it's the world series moving on uh let's just do a couple more here Jumping way down, uh, this is going to be DJ LeMayu, number 19. This is a simple one. It's not even an animal, a machine. His nickname is La Machine because he is a machine. Uh, His batting average, let me look this up here. His batting average in 2019 when he came to the Yankees was 327. Then last year with the Yankees in 2020, 364, that led the league. Last year, he also had the highest on-base percentage in the league with 421. He had the highest OPS on-base plus slugging of 1.011. His OPS was greater than 1. That does not happen all too often. He is a great And one of the more advanced analytics, OPS Plus. Not entirely sure how this one works. I mean, on Baseball Reference, they show you a formula here, but I can't even make anything out of it. Anyway, he also led the league in that last year. He came in third for the MVP last year, got a Silver Slugger each of the last two years. The two years before that, he got Gold Gloves, so in so far this year in four games he's batting two eighty six with an on base percentage of four seventy-four. Obviously four games into the season, nineteen played appearances, fourteen at bats, don't read too much into it, but you get the point. He is a great player. DJ La Machine. Keeping on with the Yankees, Aaron Judge, he's a giraffe, he's six foot eight uh six foot seven. He's gigantic. Moving on. Bryce Harper, number twenty-five. He was also number twenty-five last year. And he's gonna be a lion. So he even had like that long hair. I'm not sure if he still has the long hair and the beard. And it's almost like he has a lion man. So he's just gonna be a lion here. So that is... (laughs) I like that. And last but not least, with another quick one here, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. up in Toronto on the Toronto Blue Jays. And that is going to be a panda. So I actually had one of my friends who's a Blue Jays fan recommend this one to me when I was talking with him before recording this episode. And, I mean, he's just... He lost like 30 pounds or something in the offseason, but still, Vlad Guerrero, he's, you know, he's a bigger first baseman. He I mean, if you're a Blue Jays fan, you're hoping that he has a big breakout year this year and'll start hitting really consistently and hitting plenty of home runs. Uh we'll see, time will tell, but anyway, Vlad Guerrero, he's a panda, just look at him. I mean, uh, not sure if the hair lines up with that, but anyway, he's a panda. And that's going to wrap it up for MLB players as animals. Again, this was a much weirder episode, and I may or may not come back to this either with more MLB players or NBA or NFL players if if I ever am uh, um, in a tight situation and need to record an episode, I do have another couple episodes come, or that I've already recorded, and those will be coming out in like two weeks uh, once I eventually get home and can spend some time editing them nicely. Uh, so anyway, that's going to do it today. Next week, next week there will be <sighs> next week there may or may not be a new episode depending on how much time I have if I can find another place and time to record an episode it would probably be a shorter one like this or next week I may just talk about either baseball or the NBA or something going on NFL draft free agency well NFL Sam Darnold was just traded from the Jets to the Panthers Crazy stuff happening with the draft. Anyway, I got to wrap it up today. So, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Maybe next week I'll do that mailbag episode I've been talking about. So send me a question could be about anything me my favorite sports teams the podcast future er, episodes of the podcast previous episodes of the podcast send those over either to substantiatepod at gmail.com or as a dm to any of our social media accounts at substantiatepod hope you enjoyed this episode uh if you could share this with a friend post it on your instagram story or whatever or tweet it. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, Go tell a friend. Helps out a ton. And I guess I will either see you next week or in two weeks. So until then, have a great week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Substantiate. The best way to help support the show is to number one, Tell your friends about Substantiate. That is the number one way to support us. The second way is to leave us a five star review in Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Number three, follow us at Substantiate Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch.